الحمدللہ وکفا والسلام علی عباده الذین استفا اما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم یا ایوہ الذین آمنوا فرو اللہ ذکرن کثیرا سبحان ربک رب العزت اما یسفون والسلام علی المرسلین والحمدللہ رب العالمین اللہم صلی علی سیدنا محمد وعلی آلی سیدنا محمد وبارک وسلم because today is Jummah inshallah we will keep it a bit short and sometimes too much theory is also not such a good thing and we're already having some heavy doses of theory at night mashallah from Hazrat Sal and actually I was making all types of connections between that and this and but it's all just theoretical stuff khair as we have been commended we will continue. The third of these istilahat is called Safar Dar Watan in Persian. Safar Dar Watan. Safar Dar Watan. Safar means journey and this refers to the inner spiritual journey. The journey of the batin in which a person travels from bad akhlaq which in Arabic we call the akhlaq al-razila such as hasad, envy, jealousy, takabur, arrogance, pride, vanity, conceit, riba, backbiting, slander, riya, love, uh, ostentation, and display. Travels from all of these bad akhlaq, makes a journey from these bad attributes to the good attributes, the akhlaq-i-hamida, or sometimes in some books they call it the akhlaq-i-malakiya, which means the angelic attributes or Hamida, the praiseworthy and noble attributes such as humility and sabr, shukr, fear of Allah, hope in Allah's mercy, love for Allah, etc. Now you would see also, you would remember from last night and the previous night as well, that our Mashaikh are very fond of describing things in the form of journeys. So the Siyure Arba, the four journeys that we did last night, this also suffer. So they conceive of a person moving from bad attributes to good attributes as a journey. As a travel, that he, uh, as a journey that he has to embark on. And the reason they do this is because the concept of the journey has a beginning. But more importantly, and which gives us more hope, it has an arriving, an arrival at the destination. So there's a notion that we arrive. And a lot of the terminology of the Mashaik is based on this. So maqam is a station, manzil is a station. Sometimes these are stations along the path, but each one is a destination in of itself. We arrive at that station, proceed to the next station. It's just their way of uh, explaining things. Just like very much in the books of fiqh, the fuqaha have a precise way of looking at things in a precise set of terminology that they run through everything, whether it's salah, it's biyu, it's nikah, all of the same types of terminology. So how does this happen? How does a person make this journey, this safar darwatan, from the bad attributes to the good attributes? So very similar to what we have been discussing in the evening is by doing muraqabah, by doing zikr, and by following the sunnah. And you remember from last night or the previous night, uh, although initially, originally, this term was developed by Hazrat Khaja Abdul Khala Ghajdawani Rahimahullah, so it was before muraqabah. So in that original sense, the word here, muraqabah, just means what it literally means in Arabic, which is to keep a vigil on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Even our early Mashiach used the word Murakama. The word Murakama comes from this root Raqib. Allah SWT says in the Quran that he is Raqiba, that he is ever watchful and ever vigilant on his servants. Muraqaba in Arabic comes from Babe Mufa'ala, which means Min Janabain, which means two way. So any word in Arabic that comes on this pattern, Mufa'ala, means that it's two way. So for example, there's a word Muqabala, which means a two way mutual competition, right? Muqarama would mean that two people mutually honor and respect one another. Muwahida means two people mutually make a pact or treaty or agreement with one another. Muraqaba means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is raqib on us. He is ever watchful and vigilant on us. So we should also be ever be also be vigilant and watchful and always consciously aware, aware of him. So the Mashaikh used this term Muraqaba even before Hazrat Shah Bahaudin Naqshiban but at that point, it didn't mean the specific muraqaba on the specific lataif that we've been learning about at night. It just meant this concept of always trying to be vigilant and aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was their zikr. Almost like, actually exactly like what we call wakufa kalbi now. Right? So this muraqaba and number two sunnah is being mentioned. That these are the two things that enable a person to make this journey from his bad characteristics to his good characteristics. Then the way they explain it is that, very similar, they use the same word that we used last night, which is fana. So what happens is, and they use these same terms which are nafi and isbat. So what happens is, is that the first step is that a person does nafi or negates their bad characteristics. They erase all of their bad characteristics. So much so that they enter the state of fana in which they lose their own self-awareness. So why is it? This is taking an extreme example, and that is that a person only had bad attributes. So if I only have bad attributes, and then I negate all those attributes, so for a moment then I am without attributes. I become empty. But just like Hazrat Sahib explained yesterday, that there's no such thing as halal, there's no such thing as emptiness. Once something goes, something else comes in. Just like he gave the example of that when you take away the light from a room, then darkness comes. And the example I gave last night is when you take away the love for Ghairullah in our heart, automatically the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes. So when a person loses themselves by negating all of their bad attributes, then automatically after that state of fana, the akhlaqi hamidah, the good attributes start to come in. So we can relate this also to what Mulana Khadir Rahman Sujjad Numani was saying yesterday. That a person has the akhlaq I mean, the inside of him, right? So it's there, it's latent, it's there potentially. What we say, balkua, it has the potential to come out. So when we do this nafi, when we negate the bad attributes, the good attributes automatically start to bloom and they start to flower. So they call that then isbat. Then they write that it is wajib on the salak, it is mandatory incumbent upon the seeker to continue even during this journey, even when he makes, reaches that second stage of actually getting the good attributes, to continue to scrutinize, to examine his nafs, to make sure that there is no mahabba, no love of ghair Allah, no love for anything or any being or any idea or any concept other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside his nafs and inside his heart. And if he finds that, then they write that he should do the same thing, he should purify it, and he should eliminate 
is to purify his heart and eliminate that love for Ghair with the sword of La Ilaha and do nothing, in other words, of all of his false loves. And then by saying Illallah, he should do Isbat or affirm the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his heart. So Safar Darwatan also refers to the journey of the inner self, which earlier we called Seir Anfusi, when a person journeys uh, by reflecting and purifying their inner self. 